Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Proof Beyond Reason. I am Geology coming at you guys. We have here Mike the Baptist. Yo, yo. And J-Mo. Hey, what's up? Yo, guys, it's been a minute. Yes, sir. Episode 45, tackling the topic, the difficult subject of, um, what are we talking about? The law, law, of, the law of attraction. Ooh. Oh, so man. you see, some of you guys might have been missing our faces. So you sent that out to the universe and uh, we came <laughs> back at you. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a minute, but uh, we're back here uh, by the grace of God and going to give another good episode. Uh, so check us out on all platforms. We, uh, we're on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We have our videos uploaded on YouTube. Um, still trying to streamline that process. Uh, and as we reach episode 50, uh, just trying to make things a little bit better, a little bit cleaner for you listeners out there. Uh, so thank you so much for all the regions that have been listening. Uh, we're getting listeners in on a consistent basis uh, from all parts of the world. So that's pretty cool. Um, so we'll we'll continue to put out content, hopefully. Um, and what is it? Uh, if you have an ear to hear, let them hear. So yes. uh, we'll also be looking at putting out some shorter content, some you know, 10 minute videos that will help uh, the listeners just kind of get bite sized content in uh, if they're not able to listen to the full hour. So, yeah, I mean, we, we started doing a bit of uh, those shorter clips. I did G facts. Um, I have been uh, quite a bit busy, but it's because I was just changing jobs. But uh, G facts is coming back full swing yes yes can't wait for that um yeah we all been busy all been doing some um, some craziness but um i think nothing more appropriate than some of the conversations i've been having lately about uh about success and all kinds of discussions on uh the law of attraction so uh, let's get it in um so maybe you anyway you guys probably talk to some people who are um advocates of this but you hear a lot going on now uh, especially here in the u.s about uh, positive thinking you know if you're a negative person get away from me you know mm -hmm. cut cut out the negative person in your life cut out those who speak negativity uh, i need to swim in an environment of uh, positive energy and just all kinds of uh, uh mystic uh, speaking and um and so a, a lot of that is comes from this uh this philosophy known as the law of attraction, uh, saying that uh, essentially, if you uh, if you think it, if you believe it, you can achieve it. Uh, in a nutshell, mm -hmm. so if your thoughts are quote positive, if your thoughts are quote negative, then those are the things that are, gonna, that are going to come into your life. Uh, if you're looking for a a spouse, if you're looking for a job, and you uh, having are uh, having difficulty finding that it's probably because your mindset is thinking on the things that you are not able to to get rather than focusing your mind on the things that you can achieve. Mm -hmm. So uh, the moment that you shift your paradigm and you start uh, focusing your frequency on the things that you're trying to get to, whether that's relationships or or job or wealth or whatever it is you're trying to do then uh, as soon as you change the frequency, those things will now, the universe will start to shift and, and now those things will start to be migrated your way uh, as you accompany those thoughts with actions. And, um, and so this, this philosophy has been taught not just 
in 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 the secular mainstream, but it's been heavily taught in churches. And you probably have come in contact with it, with the name it and claim it philosophy mm-hmm. or gospel, uh, prosperity gospel, where uh, if you want it to be yours, you have to name it and claim it because the Bible says all these awesome verses about how if you speak it into existence, it will be yours. And God wants you to have the best. God wants you to be prosperous. He doesn't want you to be poor. Poor is a curse. And if you're suffering, it's because you don't have faith. If you're sick, it's because you don't have faith. You haven't claimed it. So whatever has already been created in the, in the everything has already been created in the universe. You just have to claim it for yourself, um, whether that's uh, in your mind and more importantly, uh, saying it with your words so that it can come to fruition. I mean, so with that said, your thoughts. While you guys start talking, I'm going to get my coffee. So go ahead. All right, so I, I do remember specifically it was around 2009, 2010. We all heard what was called The Secret. I don't know if I you guys remember. are aware of that. We talked about it. I think it was it. before, wasn't it? I think it was around, around that time. Oh, around that time, yeah. Because yeah. I remember I just came out of high school, and that's when it just became like this huge mm. thing, and everyone remembers the cover. It looks like this old scroll, and then it has like the seal. The, the right. seal yeah. That red with seal, that yeah. S, yes. Yep. And uh, I remember a lot of people got really into the law of attraction just because of that. And you would see people out of nowhere. And that's uh, during the time even where the prosperity gospel was like very big as well. So you had people in the church. You also had people in the secular field. And especially those new ages were pushing that whole mindset that we are vibing in the wrong vibration. So we have to have that positive energy and wavelength so to be able to match that. And so it can be attracted because we are magnets. And I remember specifically during that whole time, I was going through my whole just um, getting into uh, the whole faith. And I was a bit skeptical in that whole notion because I always said it like this. I was just going to be like, okay, so if I want $1,000, it's just going to land right into my lap. And if I believe strongly, it's just going to happen. I was just like, that's ridiculous. Even me being in the like venturing into the occult i knew that was like nonsense to that sense because i was just saying in that instance everything does not happen just because i think of it like it's not a set of energies it's not a set it's it's more so i saw it as because of how my past was i knew that you you worked for it but it wasn't the mindset of okay i have to think positive all the time because i knew there was going to be moments of sadness and there was going to be at times where i felt a little bit down but you still got to keep going push on so to me it was always i heard people consistently saying that it's like oh get away from me like you're negative like you're thinking about like oh you have to take on bills no i have no bills like i'm have that steady job that's bringing in $60,000 yes. a year and I was just like okay yes. okay in Jesus name those uh, those debts will be gone by morning yep. by morning but no plan to to pay to pay them or you know just they're going to be gone they're just going to disappear right. but that's always been my experience it's just being in the occult and the secret the secret was like one of the biggest things during my time I mean yeah you know um one of the the pieces of that that I wrestle with a lot because there is something to right in every in every everything that is false every falsehood there's a lot of truth 
right? So mm-hmm. you you can't. I think Kent Hovind, shout out to Kent Hovind, he had said, uh, and maybe he took it from somebody else, but um, he had mentioned that with rat poisoning, you don't feed the rat pure rat mm-hmm. poisoning. You feed it ninety nine point six percent food. 0.4% rat poisoning. He like took a picture of a package and it, and it said it on there and it was like funny in his presentation. And that's the reality is that there's, there can be a lot of truth in a philosophy and all it takes is just a minimal amount of poison in order mm-hmm. to corrupt the entire thought process. And that's really the same thing here that I see is that there are a lot of good principle elements to it such as if you are... If if so, for example, if you're trying to get good at basketball, you're trying to get good at any sport. You usually want to play with people that are better than you, right? If you're always around people that are not as good as you uh, or of equal caliber, you're not necessarily going to progress, yeah, right? There's you no challenge. Correct. Yeah. So you have to pair up. You have to surround yourself with people that are a little bit more. Um, you know, more skilled so that you can hopefully get to that skill level. That that's kind of, that's that's kind of the thought behind mm-hmm. it. So whoever you find yourself around, that that quote energy, that 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 like mindedness, you're gonna eventually venture into that place. So that the people that you're hanging around, you know, everyone, all your your crowds of people are 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 you know well educated professionals. They all have master's degrees, you know, so on and so forth. You know, at some point, either you're going to have an interest in getting a master's degree or you're going to want to continue your education because you're you're reflecting yourself in where they are. And you're kind of challenging yourself to say, you know, these are the kinds of people that I'm around. So I'm wanting to to excel, excel in my personal venture because I see him or her doing well in that arena. So I want to be I want to do well also. And that makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. If if I'm going to work in the corporate environment and 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 grow uh, in you know executive management or whatever it is, I can't necessarily find myself having a solid base of people that I'm always around. I ha- absolutely can have friends in all ventures of life, but that I'm always going to be around uh, that are not in kind of that realm that are going to help elevate me to that place right if I'm always going to be around people that you know are are industries playing basketball all day long they don't work you know whatever and that's all they do how am I really um quote attracting the habits that are necessary for me to become Mm -hmm. a, a, a a successful whatever in that realm so there's certain habits that that make sense you know what I'm saying like there's certain things you're gonna run you're gonna get habits you're gonna get um uh, 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 behaviors that are going to be very, very good for you in whatever pursuit that you have, right? That's kind of mm-hmm. where I'm go- getting at. Yep. Um, so in, in that realm, yeah, it, it, it makes sense. Sure. It, in that regard, it absolutely makes sense. And there's, you know, uh, um, but one of the things that disturbs me the most about this philosophy is the whole notion of positive negative thinking. What is positive? Well, I mean, they, <laughs> they, they equate positive with good and negative with bad. Right. But when I look at the Bible, I, I like, for example, we see um, Paul in the Bible, his resume. He talks about him being lashed, him being um, shipwrecked uh, multiple times, him him being in prison, him getting beat up. Paul, That's the epitome of Christian success, yeah, yeah. if we had any, yeah. any gauge of that, yeah. right? So, 
uh, from the world's view, you're seeing this man and it's <laughs> negative. It's purely <laughs> negative. That's a lot of negative, you know. Um, but yet he's he's like he had the right perspective. He's like it's pure. It's 100 percent positive because it he's working towards you know something that is eternal not something that fades mm. away so his his he knew that his his true home was in heaven or his true home is with god right right and in the new what yeah. god wanted to do Absolutely. later right um so the the word uh law of attraction kind of doesn't really even sit well with me because i think of the theory of relativity that's a theory so they equate the law law is something that um, has been tried, tested. It's basically fact. Mm -hmm. You can't go against it. So even though it's a philosoph philosophical, you know, thought process, it's also one of those things. Just by saying law of attraction, is one of those things that it might not be even rooted in uh, testing. So as long as there's one person, I can give you an example of one. Paul, his life, you know, was in by the world standard of of success got beat up shipwrecked all mm -hmm. these things mm -hmm. but yet you know yeah he he, he it, 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 one of those people that um as long as there's one then it's no longer a law yeah you know? the the it has to be a universal uh truth and that was one of the biggest yeah. things that i think has hit the prosperity gospel in the chin has been the fact that you can't apply the prosperity gospel thinking to the universal body of Christ, because there are people who are um, who are to this day are being martyred and persecuted mm -hmm. and are in poverty. And if you look at some of the poorest countries in the world, you know, the Haiti and 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 Ethiopia's of the world, there are believers there that are suffering and and yet they are potentially, um, you know, living according to God's will, right? Um, and 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 so for us to look at them and say, well, no, you're not in line with God's will because you don't have a car, you don't have a house, or, you know, whatever that is, it just eliminates your definition of gospel because gospel has to be universal. And that's clearly not the biblical gospel because um, Scripture is applied regardless of, of uh, socioeconomic status, education level, uh, race, gender—I mean, it, it, it's 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 across. It's for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so, once you find a component that eliminates the gospel for a specific group of people, um, then then you you have a really hard time with your philosophy. Mm -hmm. And I think when it comes to the law of attraction, that's what it does. You know, it's easy to to speak on that when you live in a country where you can just create a podcast like we do, you know, buy some equipment, plug it in, pay some money for marketing, and then now you have a, a small following. And then suddenly you're you're elevating yourself to say, look, it works. You see, I put my mind to it and this, this, and that. But, you know, there's so many vague definitions. What is success? Well, what is positive? Like what is negative? What, yeah. what do those things mean in, pers in, in terms of, pursuit because what i find and what i hear from family members and friends you know if you're you're negative i can't be around that's negative energy you're saying negative things but i'm saying yeah my man but uh my advice to you is that robbing a bank is not the smartest thing oh man you being negative 
uh, no, I'm being a realist. Like you shouldn't do that. I'm I'm loving you by speaking into your life and telling you this is not a good thing. Don't do it. It's one. It's sin, right? But but let's not just go that. Let's not go that route. There's another plan that you can you can get money. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this dude's being negative, yo. You forget yep. that he's negative. That's the mindset. Like if I can't I can't come to any of you guys and and provide some critique and you can't be open to receiving feedback, then. I mean, how can someone set themselves up for success if there's no room to critique, to disagree? To there's no creative. You you have no room for creativity, so you you can't have a roundtable of people that disagree when you need that for creativity and growth. Um, you have you have no room to analyze. Mm-hmm. That's analysis. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna go do something, John better tell me, yo, Mike, that's that's not a good idea. And these are why. Don't put your money in that. Because it's proven the track record, X, Y, and Z. Yo, my man, I'm telling you, don't do it. Ah, bro, you just be negative. Uh, yes, I'm being negative because it's the dumb thing to do. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm loving you by it's telling you like don't do it. protection. Like, if I scream at you, don't go, Mike, don't go off that cliff. And you yell at me, stop being negative as you take that last step to your death. I mean... Is it really negative? That's what I'm saying. So, like, the definition of the negative, you know? It's self-defeating. You know, like, you, you, you get you get these arguments, and, and, and it's almost like um, when we have, from talking from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, and I can even include myself, like, it's very difficult to receive feedback. For someone to sit you down and say, hey, man, you know, your work performance has been X, and we need you to be at Y, so what are some things you think you can do to get yourself to Y? It's like, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, but you're being negative. Like, what in the what are you talking about? And and that whole you know that that's where like, um, when when you when you think of uh, positive, and I like to focus on that because what is what is positive? I mean, I feel like uh, when people talk about the positive and negative, I see it as a way of them defining what is good or what is evil, and it brings me back to the to the very beginning where you uh, can read about it in Genesis where uh, Satan's enticing them. It's like, oh, you can just eat from the fruit and you'll have knowledge of good and evil. So then they're deciding by their perception what is good and what right. is evil, like people as a whole. And I like the whole mindset of, well, I don't like the whole mindset, but every time I'm talking to a new ager that like promotes the law of attraction, they always go based upon God is in everything and that we are our own creators so we're using basically we're giving out that thoughts, bringing it back to us, and we're becoming like God. So then again, it goes back to Genesis where ye will be like gods. So I see it all as in Satan enticing people to not look at God instead of looking to themselves, so that they can define what is mm. the universe to themselves. But yet it's all contradictory, like to the notion, because the law of attraction does not work, and ultimately God is the one that defines what is good and evil if you think about it everything like if i had made it like you hear all these things with vision boards and all these oh things, yeah, yeah right um so if i made a vision board and all it has on that vision board is um a ferrari a brand new luxury mansion all these things everything seems so temporal right mm-hmm. but what if i made a vision board and it just had a picture of jesus and me sitting next to him just having a relationship just talking to him that's it that's the whole vision board like that would be so contrary to what mm-hmm. because if you if you reduce it to like its core usually the request of 
our hearts are carnal, <laughs> you know? It, it's, it's, um, the heart is deceitful above all things, right? Scripture clearly identifies that. And, and John Calvin is quoted in saying the heart is a, is an idol factory. And that's who we are. We mm-hmm. produce idols for ourselves. Now, when we talk about creating goals and, and moving on those goals and, yeah. and, and all that, right? A vision board in and of itself could be a good thing, right? You're saying, okay, this is, this is what I would like to happen in my life, right? Yeah. So I would like to get accepted to this college. I would like to work in this profession. Eventually, I want to have my own business and, ex, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's goal setting, you're putting it in front Which of you. It's creating mm-hmm. a mindfulness, right? Mm-hmm. So you're creating creating an action plan. Okay, what are some things I need to do to pursue that? So that's where the law of attraction. Yeah. That's what they will say. Well, that's what you're doing. You're 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 thinking it. You're pursuing it. You're cre- so then you're gonna attain it. Um, but what happens in those moments when you fail? You start your business, right? You have to pay bills, it, it, and, and you go into debt. Like, it's almost like advanced um, goal setting. Yeah, but you can't reduce like you have to live uh, in reality as well. So you can't advance goal set something that is not realistic. And I feel like society in, in general already kind of brainwashes us. They say if you can achieve it, you can do it, right? Well, you can and think it. Yeah, yeah, you, you can, can yeah. think you can achieve it. The reality is a lot. As a little kid, you're not gonna. Of course, I will not. Me personally, I will never demolish a person's dreams because you have to dream but the reality is some people have a higher iq than another person there's nothing you could do about that you can't earn an extra point of iq you either process information or you don't process information quickly you know what i mean so you might have a lower uh eq or um, emotional intelligence that's something you, maybe you can with the EQ, maybe you can yeah, learn you can. A little yeah, certain can. practical sure, yeah. things, but it's not that you either got it or not. It's like one of those things like you can't, you have to live in reality. Mm-hmm. So you can't advance goal set and have a mm-hmm. vision board and all these things that those things are not necessarily bad. And it has, like you were saying, the first thing you said, what it has an element of truth. It's like yes. that rat poison. Yeah. So mm-hmm. guess what? Democracy works you work hard and you can achieve you can become you want to become rich don't the bible says a sloth puts his hand to the dish and is so lazy doesn't even put it back to his mouth that just illustrates the bible gives that proverb to illustrate a person Mm -hmm. that doesn't work will not achieve so you can't use partial truths Mm. and say okay it's working for me it's working for me that's how the enemy like he was saying it's like that's how the enemy, you know, kind of tricks you is that it, it, it's not all true. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't do it to the point where you're not living in reality. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I was listening to something. The guy was explaining the law of non-contradiction or <laughs> the law of attraction. Um, and he was talking about that where he was saying um, he was saying how it, it requires work. So a lot of the philosophies talk about the the intellectual piece where you think and the universe will create it. And uh, he says uh, you have to work at it. Right. But as he's explaining the philosophy, he's talking about it from, you know, you you're concerned that you're you can't or you don't have enough or you're not good enough. Think positive. Think this think that you're right. Oh, it's positive, positive, positive mm-hmm. thinking. And and shun away all negative, right? Any 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 uh anything that can come against me, just shun it away, shun it away, shun it away. That's what he kept saying. And this guy has like millions of 
you know, views and millions of followers and everyone likes what he's saying. And um, the problem with that is if you've ever, uh, if, if again, I like to go back to the sports analogy because I think most people have played a sport at one point in their life. Also because um, the sport, uh, the Pro Bowl is coming up, or Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl, yeah. I, I don't, I don't even, want, I didn't even know the Super Bowl was <laughs> happening until this morning. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's say boxing, right? So I, lo- I love boxing. Yeah. So boxing, um, you have to plan for the possibility. So if you only plan offense, where's your defense? Mm-hmm. Right? You're only talking about punches, punches, punches. Get on him, swarm him, throw punches. And as soon as he slips the punch and he hits you with the counter, one, how do you take the punch? You have to train. How do I take the punch? How do I breathe appropriately when I get hit? When I get hit in the stomach, that's what sparring's for. So when you do sparring, you get beat up. And I'm getting beat up so I can learn how to breathe. Because in life <laughs> and in, in the battle, I'm going to get punched. That's it. Mm-hmm. So knowing I'm going to get punched, I have to learn how to take those hits. I have to learn that. And, and when they get to the real you know, elite uh, uh, professional level, you know, the Manny Pacquiao's and the Mayweather's and all these guys – then they're studying their opponent to the to the I my minute habit. They're like, oh look, he drops his shoulder before he moves his right leg. Boom. So watch out for that so that you know you can count. Like details. So when they're in there, they can't even punch each other. They're just standing there. And everybody's like, boo, this fight's terrible. It's because they like, if I move, I, he already knows I'm gonna do this. So I really don't know what to do. So let's just hug. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know what to do. Um but the point is they prepared for both negative and positive circumstances. Mm-hmm. If I can connect, that's going to be positive for me. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I can't connect, it's going to be positive for you, but I have to create a defense for that situation. Mm-hmm. That's positive and negative thinking at its finest. Mm-hmm. And we have to do that in life. I cannot ignore the fact that I'm going to have strife and I'm going to have some conflict with my brothers at this table. I can't ignore that. I have to know that we have unique and distinct ways of seeing things. And if we do have conflict, it might be to my benefit. It might be to your benefit. It might be to the benefit of the situation, right? Or there couldn't be some negative things. And I have to create a contingency plan to ensure that we maintain our relationship because what, that's important. What would you say to a person that had no confidence, lacked a lot of self-esteem, got into something like a new new age philosophy, like, a, you know, the secret or something, revolutionize their thinking and you know became successful what would you say to a person that says man positive thinking works for me yeah how could you not tell me it is a law it is true and and if and if that happens right and and some of that does play out and i could even look at my life and say you know there's certain things that i had to put into play and certain things i had to let go of and people i let go and i see the results of doing that the moment tragedy strikes, That's right. where do you put your faith in? Mm-hmm. Right? Because you just keep climbing, but you have no foothold. So eventually you're just going to fall. I always see um, how I see it is uh, it's all positive thinking overdosed. So there is no negative, but yet you can have two sides. So you could be extremely positive so that the moment tragedy does strike, right. you fall. Or you can be extremely negative and then you fall into depression. Yes. Or you always have anxiety. Right. And that's what we constantly see nowadays, especially in this generation where people like having an opiate crisis and things like that. They invest so much looking for an alternative to not feel one way, to not feel the other way. But yet they don't or they have trouble looking for that balance. You see, and that's what I was kind of getting at there. And I love that you kind of pivoted to that because 
the ne- the, th- the negative thinking, it's like to what is the negative and by what definition are we talking negative, right? Mm-hmm. So is it self-destructive in that realm, right? Where, where you know, I'm, I'm ugly, I'm a terrible this, I'm a terrible... All those things, both positive and negative, we have to look at it from the point of idolatry. Yep. That's it. If I have a neg- if I have quote negative thinking and I and I put myself in I'm a, I become a hermit right I'm just I don't want to mm-hmm. talk to anybody because you know um, whatever my hair's not cool or you know got bruises blemishes on your face or whatever right and 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 you you just feel a certain way why do you feel that way it is I mean mainly because there is an idol in which you are comparing yourself mm-hmm. to. You're not giving yourself the value that God has given you that you're an image you're you're made in the image of God. You're putting yourself in the temporal comparisons and you're putting an idol figure to say I don't measure up to this idol that I've created. Therefore, negative. But then you isolate the voices that are negative. So, like, nobody can't tell you anything. There won't be any room for, for improvement. That's true. So you, you're literally just isolating. It, 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 yeah, it depends. If you're going on that route, right? So if you're going that route of the negative, negative sphere, correct. If you're going in the route of, like, the depression that he was talking about, you're so, like, quote, negative that you're depressed. But then you also isolate positive. That's, yeah, that's where you isolate positive, right? Because now you're, it's idolatry. Mm-hmm. It's all rooted in idolatry. Mm-hmm. All of it. Even the the even the 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 vision board, right? Put up the vision board. Have goal. I don't know how many times we've said it in the podcast. Have goals. Pursue your goals. Be passionate about your goals. Find out what you're good at. What you like. Mm-hmm. What is God calling you to do? All that stuff. Do it. Like do do it. Be mindful. Write the goals down. Pursue the goals. All that stuff. But in the event God decides, the line is drawn here. You're focusing too much on yourself. Or that picture, it's awesome that you're pursuing it, but that's not my will for your life. Mm -hmm. In the event you don't get there, what happens to you in your relationship with God? That's the biggest question. That's and that and and again, I can speak from experience of 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 insane idolatry, where when God was like, uh, no, it's not what you say. And I was just like, God, you know, this is now I, I named it. I claimed it. God, I've done everything. I pay tithes. I do this. You owe me. And as soon as those things started coming out of my heart, I was like, dang, God owes me. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, sir. No. And I and I, it, it rocked me. And it was at that moment that I realized idolatry is crazy. And. For all the positive thinking in the world, all the name it, claim it, all the, you know, staying away from negative and blah, blah, blah. It's, I mean, if, if once you are, you're doing all these things to pursue comfort, power, control, um, acceptance, which are the root idols, according to Tim Keller. Those are the things that are going to cause you to have those chasms in your relationships. Those are the things that are going to tell you, oh, you got to push that person away because they're negative, mm-hmm. right? Or your wife tells you, hey, man, I'm going to change the channel. And you get free. It's so mad. You're like, oh, she's changing the channel on me. She's being negative. I'm trying to watch boxing. She's being negative. You know, get out of my house. Get my whatever. Like, you're protecting an idol, and that's why your reactions are the way they are. That's why, um, 
you know, you're willing to push people away. That's why you're willing to do those things because we're pursuing idols. Most of the time, that's what's happening. And, and, uh, and, and the scary part is that we are being fed in this culture that that's okay mm-hmm. to, to step away from your family relationships because they don't agree with the fact that you want to go on infinite vacations. They don't agree with the fact that, you know, you have something to say and they don't want to listen to you, you know, all that stuff. They're like, oh, and suddenly you push them away because your idol is more important. Your idol is more important than 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 that relationship. Now, granted. If God's calling you to something and someone's pulling you away from it, yo, I want to read some. Do it. Uh, so back to my main guy, Paul, the one that was suffering. Pablo. It wasn't negative, right? All right. So um, Philippians chapter 4, uh, verse 8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are, are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, report. If there are any virtues and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And so this is similar to positive thinking he's paul is just describing he says whatever is good whatever is beautiful whatever is those things meditate on those things but let's continue to read we can't just stop there can't stop you just can't you can't Can't stop stop. won't stop gotta (laughs) keep going (laughs) the things which you learned and received and heard i'm in verse nine uh heard and saw in me do these things and praise god peace be with you this is where i wanted to kind of touch um base uh Verse 10, Uh-oh. but I rejoice in the Lord greatly now that the that the last hour or uh, the last of your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked an opportunity. Verse 11, not that I speak in regard to need for what I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. So he's basically saying, mm. I'm about to drop a bomb on you. I'm going to give you the secret to true Secret to life. Come on, baby. Let's do it. Verse 12. I know how to be... uh, Let me change this. (laughs) It's like... I know how... The the translation is a little... uh, It's the New King James. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So it says, I know how to be abased, which means happy. Right. Uh, Or uh, I know how to be abound. So abased means the opposite. It means... uh, I know what it is to be lack of and and how to be abound. Right. Every everywhere in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to be abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So regardless of circumstance, positive, it, positive whether whether negative, yeah. The, the the source of it he's he's learned the secret. The real secret is it's whatever things is beautiful, pure, lovely it's all God. God is lovely. God is pure. God is thing. Let mm. God be the dwelling of your mind. He said, that's the true secret. So when you have some r- replacement, mm. see that the enemy always tries to do something that's not, not 100%. He'll, he'll give you partial truths like that red poison you were mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. But, but what um, the enemy tries to do is take something that's beautiful and, and try to fill you with positive thinking 
but you don't have the you're not your foundation like mm-hmm. G was saying is not on the rock it's not on God mm. you know well, that you, you can take what you read and split it into two different verses, which is what we commonly get when we get this law of attraction yep. thing. You get the positive thinking, and then you get, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. But that most important part in the middle where it says, in all things, in all things, whether in feast or famine, whether I have much or I have little, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like, in regardless of the situation I find myself. And Paul is the clear example of the person who was, who was, you know, celebrated in the cities that he went and then beat in the cities that he went. He was fed and he stood in, you know, fine homes and then he was put in jail. Yeah. In all circumstances, the source of his joy was found and rooted in Christ alone. Mm-hmm. Not in the fact that I have this picture of a Ferrari and anyone who tries to stop me from pursuing the Ferrari, they're going down. Mm-hmm. Like that's idolatry. It's or, not saying or I that claim that home. Yeah, in the it's, name of Jesus. it's not saying it's a bad thing to make yeah. goals and pursue. Yeah. I want to emphasize that because you know that can really get taken out of context. But the emphasis more so is that are we willing to conform to what God's will is? Mm-hmm. We keep moving forward, but like we saw in the Book of Acts, when they were they had they had as the body of Christ, they had disciples of Christ, you know, prayed up. Holy Spirit up. They were pursuing what God wanted, but the enemy was throwing things in, you know, in front of them. So instead of just stopping, they would make a pivot and they would keep going. But they were going because they were like, God, where do you want us to go? Because we can't go there. We were stopped from going there. So like, okay, let's go this way. So then they would keep going. But they kept going mm-hmm. in a certain way. God changed their direction. That's the point. They had a certain pursuit. They had a certain mind. That's not where God wanted them. They end up over here, and. I don't know if your life is that my life is that I I thought I was going to be over here and I'm not. I'm like I'm somewhere else. Is it a bad thing? Not when I look at it I'm like, "Man, God, you brought me through this journey. It's crazy. It's crazy." It's not a bad thing. If I was another one, I could be like, "Oh, it's negative. My life hasn't turned out the way I want cuz my fault. I got to do this. I got to wake up at 5 in the morning and run." And mm-hmm. and and do push-ups and then eat breakfast and then you know do this and then meditate for a half hour and all this before I go to work and why why you know what I'm saying like to what am I pursuing that's yeah. the you know that's mm-hmm. the question can you read that verse that you read earlier in Luke um, uh, when it comes to uh, prayer because a lot of people uh, what what will happen is um, this idea that uh, if you ask you will receive. There's also the one where uh, people base faith as in just thinking where it's if I had the faith as small as a mustard seed, I can move mountains. So automatically you're thinking if I can get that million dollars, I'm going to get that million dollars next day or next year or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. So much of that, you know, and that's the disappointing thing, like that it that it can infiltrate the church in a way that. I don't know, man. You know, it's just disappointing. Mm-hmm. It's very disappointing to set people up for certain um, failures. And like John said, you know, there's occasions when an individual has chosen a certain lifestyle and it has come to fruition. And it's like fantastic. But you could reach the highest peak of the mountain and be out of God's will. Mm-hmm. Period. You can, you can, you can be, you can have everything in life that you've ever wanted. And if I'm not mistaken, in 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 Romans one, it says it talks about that where, um, you know the the uh, they knew God, 
but they chose not to obey him. So then God turned them over to their own desires. So the things that you were pursuing, God's like, you can have everything you want. Everything in life you want, you got it. And they just getting all this thing and they think that's it. They think, yo, this is it. I got everything that I ever wanted. Boom, boom, boom. Success. Boom, boom. You know? And they are completely out of God's will. God's it's like, I gave temporary. it to you. It's just the same way as someone who's been in the faith for years, you could say, in the church. And then they get struck with tragedy as in the sense of them getting sick. And then within one to two years, they're always praying, saying, God, why are you healing me? And eventually they'll just be like, okay. I will disobey you and just turn away That's from it, you. man. Because they're, what they're thinking is they want to get saved now here mm. on earth and not looking mm. at the will of God mm. in the future. You got it? Yeah, yeah, I have it. Do it. All right. So, um, just, I don't, I can just keep going because I want to keep reading so do much. It, but, um, so basically to give you just a little background in um, Luke chapter 11, Jesus is uh, teaching him on prayer. So he, he, his disciples ask him, um, and he basically says, you know, you know, the Lord's prayer, father, hallowed be thy name, all that stuff. Right. Later in, uh, as he's continued to talk to them in verse nine, um, he, he, he's talking about like in verse seven, actually the backtrack. He says, and suppose one is inside answers, don't bother me. The door is already locked. So, okay, then I go into that. Verse 9. He <laughs> says, <right>. so, <laughs> so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For, who, for everyone who asks receives. And usually they stop right there. Yeah. You know, well, like you, with yeah. positive thinking. Yeah. Like ask and I receive. Like even positivity in church, right? It says, verse 10, for everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be open. But when you continue in verse 11, it says, which of you, which of you fathers, so he's, he's making an explanation to fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead. Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion. If then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So he's talking about this whole thing, prayer, all this stuff. And then he's, he, he, um, Luke is describing um, asking, seeking, knocking, asking God whatever you want. But later towards the end, he says for the good gift is really the Holy Spirit. For the, and God is, gives that gift freely for those that not ask, seek, and knock. So in its context, mm. it's not really, it, it's positive. It's the most it's positive, super positive. most positive thing you can think, but it's not positive that you fill in the blank. Asking you fill in the blank? No, it's ask God. God is giving you this, this gift of the Holy Spirit. Ask, seek, and knock. So in its context, it doesn't even mean to, for you as a Christian mm. or you as any positive thinker, new age believer, to ask and think or whatever fill in the blank ferrari mm. whatever that's mm -hmm. not what it's saying mm -hmm. yeah and even in i think it's matthew where it talks about um it talks about the uh ask uh in in essentially ask in my name and it will be given unto yeah. you but the context of the verse is talking about in pursuit of the kingdom of god so anything that you do that is completely kingdom focused ask and it will be given to you now, in, in certain circumstances, when, you know, you're like, yeah, this is for this is for the Lord. Oh, is it for okay. the Lord? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
you know, you claim that it's for the Lord. It's for God. You know it's what I'm like, saying? I need, I need, I need the jet. Car. I need, I need the car. jet oh, because yeah, yeah. it's for the Lord. Is it for like the Lord? how many people I could just reach with that jet? Right. You know, it, it, it seems like very positive yeah. reasons. So you reason yourself into these yeah. pursuits. But, you know, I, I take the approach of of um, of. Uh, in in Daniel, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, where they're like getting thrown in the furnace and they're like, if God saves us, praise him. If he doesn't save us, praise him. Either way, praise be to God. Like either way, if I get this thing, amazing, super excited. If I don't get it, God is still good, man. Either way, that it don't the, matter. That's the secret to contentment. Either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and, and I and I can take the risks and go after what I'm going after. And if God pivots me in a different direction, God, I'm trusting that you are the one guiding me in this direction with the gifts and talents you've given me, in hopes that that thing that I wrote down or that vision that I that I have that is going to come to fruition. If it's not aligned me with your will, let me see it. Let me see it. And if suffering's to come, because most of the New Testament talks about suffering, that it's guaranteed. Mm -hmm. If suffering comes because I'm a believer, if suffering comes because I speak highly of you, then may you be glorified. Right? Like, because my life is not here. Mm -hmm. But this law of attraction nonsense is, is ruining relationships, is ruining families, is ruining people from actually growing. Because we don't want to look in the mirror of our lives. And we don't want to look at the fact that, you know, uh, that we're sinners. Oh, why you keep talking about sin, man? That's negative. Uh, no, I need to talk about sin because that's the renewing of my mind. Because the moment I convince myself that I'm not a sinner, the moment I convince myself that I'm good, that I don't need God, the moment I become arrogant, the moment uh, I am furthest away from God. So, yes, I need to remind myself uh, of who I am in light of who God is and thank him for his grace so I can walk straight. Because the moment I don't, I'm crooked again, period. I have to think that way. I have to I have to uh, recalibrate. Paul talks about renewing of the mind. That's renewing of the mind, reminding yourself who you're a child of God. You know, all the positive stuff, right? Child of God and no 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 um, no uh no uh weapon formed against you shall prosper and all this stuff, right? And he's listening and like, yes, all that is a hundred percent true. Mm -hmm. All that's a hundred percent true. Oh, and by the way, God, man, I'm an idolater. Yeah. <laughs> is, is losing negative is losing negative. Not necessarily. Not I necessarily, believe it's not really. it shows you what you need to learn. Or how far you need to go to yeah, get there was to go on. Back in the day, um, uh, there was this commercial by Michael Jordan, right? Um, back in the day, uh, I think it was like 1998. It was his last year in Chicago, mm. and he was uh, walking down um, in this like corridor, and he was just basically talking. It was black and white. He was, oh yeah, he yeah. was saying all his failures. He was saying, "I missed ten thousand nine hundred and fifty-six." Right, shots. something I'm like that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, uh, "I failed to, you know, do all these things. Failed, 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 failed." And at the end of the video, he was saying, "That's why I succeed." The reason I bring this up is because I feel like we're we're approaching an era or a culture mm. that. Um, wants to give participation trophies to <laughs> both kids. Oh my God! You know. Uh, when reality, there's an element of wisdom that is only gained in losing. Amazing. You yeah. can only, when you lose, 
um, even when you lose someone, Amazing. like it's close to you, you feel d- a- a- it never fails. This this is true. When you, whenever there's a funeral, every single person thinks about life, thinks about man, th- th- what could have been, mm. what or what are things right? There's a reflection, I mean, yeah, you know. So there's there's a there's a wisdom in knowing like what loss is and to 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 grow to if I had a kid and and to give both kids even though he lost and just be no that's po- that's negative losing that losing mentality is negative only positive only positive you're taken away from that kid like valuable lessons in life he'll never be achieve greatness. Mm. He'll never be a Michael Jordan if he can't even lose, mm. you know? Dang. That's tough. That's real, man. That's real. And and maybe, maybe some of that cultural th- is because of that. You know, the, the fear of failure, mm-hmm. um, the fear of loss. Uh, but it, we live in an age of social media and you have to display your entire life on social media. And when you display your life on social media, you have to be winning. It's got to show that your your relationship is amazing. So you got to take the pictures of you and your girl. Everything's super amazing. Like life is amazing. It's not your entire life. Then it's just the life you want to display. It, it, it's you know. Um, there's uh, I forgot what I was listening to. What track I was listening to, and he was like, um, he said, I think it's Ishan. It's got to be Ishan because it's too deep. <laughs> he said something like that. He said, you know, um, he said, you guys think my life is dope because I put it on Instagram. He's like, it's not real. <laughs> you know, like, it's not that dope. Like, I just work a regular job. I'm not that cool. Like, there's moments of coolness that's whatever during the day, but um, I'm not just lounging around or whatever. Like, you know, because that's, that's even the most successful people, um, the people that I've been privileged of to know that have reached a certain whatever success means by their definition, but by cultural definition, success. Um, they're suffering from like ulcers, high blood pressure, um, oh, yeah. uh, uh, insomnia, because they they pursued so hard. They went hard. Yeah. They went hard. Mm-hmm. You know, God bless them. They went hard. Um, but now there's certain things where they, they can't move as quickly. You know, they had a bunch of back surgeries or whatever, whatever, whatever. And there's there's that's negative. <laughs> There's give and take in that life where if you're going to devote, there's going to be some payment to There has to be a middle ground because you don't want to go on the other side of the spectrum and then take five siestas a day, have a part-time job, and, and living in a van. Not There's nothing wrong with if that's the situation that you're in. You know what I mean? Right. But the reason I illustrate that is is a person that's willing and, and wanting to be in that situation, not, not out of necessity. So let me clear that up. Um, but a person that is content with that versus a CEO. Sure. So the CEO got health problems. The other person has a lot of stress as well. You know, uh, uh, lack potentially, of right? Potentially, right? Of laziness and things potentially, like that. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, sure. Is, is potential stress. Sure, sure, sure. That, yeah. That lifestyle. Yeah. You know, um, so there has to be a balance. Like yeah. in Proverbs, I believe Proverbs thirty or thirty one, he's um he's like, give me neither riches near neither. Neither poverty, poverty nor riches. Yeah. Poverty neither uh, nor I'm butchering it. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> you got me. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, give me neither money or lack of money. Yeah, you know because um, 
He's like, because if I have too much money, I'll dishonor you, God. Mm. But if I don't have enough money, I'm going to dishonor you. I'm a steal. I'm going to steal. Yeah. You know, and so there has to be a balance. I feel like there's nothing wrong with positive thinking, you know, uh, making goals. You know, everybody has wants to, to achieve things in their own life. You know, so if anything out of what we're talking about, goals are good. Uh, you know, even even goals that are not necessarily uh, forever, like heavenly goals, like there might be a goal of going back to school. There mm-hmm. might be a goal. Mm-hmm. Those things are not bad. Those yeah. things are very good in life. But when it when it becomes so positive that you you're you're not living in reality, that you don't accept negative to the point where you don't want to lose all these things like mm. I- it's bad it's mm-hmm. too much you know there yeah. has to be a balance yeah and you gotta you know find if it's something that you cannot live without it yeah. it's idolatry mm-hmm. for those that don't know what is idolatry uh, idolatry is putting anything above god so it's putting it as the primary definer of your life um it's it's what gives you value it's what validates who you are it's what gives you security in one of those four areas according to tim keller so it's um it's power so it gives you power over people over situations over you know circumstances where you know um control right so you you're able to uh to to control your schedule you're able to control your your financial flow you're able to control the activities in your home um uh, uh, acceptance. So you have people that look at your life and they're willing to, uh, uh, to, uh, to accept you for who you are because you dress well, you speak well. So you're the friend, the circles that you're around, you're doing things so people can like you. And then, uh, last one is comfort. So you set up your life so that you're comfortable. Um, whether that means you, you get a lot of riches so that you can live a comfortable life. So you pursue that hard so that you can have a comfortable life. Um, or uh, or you live in such a way that you do minimal so that you are living com- – so if there's anything that pulls you away from, like, your normal Saturdays at 8 o'clock when you're going to lounge around the couch, now that just comes up because you're not comfortable. It took you out of your comfort, and that, that destroyed your idol mm-hmm. of being comfortable at that same time. Every So it's like that convenience, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anything that attacks those four areas – are is something that essentially uh is the one of those four errors or all combination of all are things that that are essentially replacing god as the as the uh all satisfying Mm. and when we elevate them to a place of idolatry we are worshiping those things now those things now become the the object of worship so the time designated at eight o'clock on saturdays to lounge around that becomes my ritual of worship if i don't have it all hell breaks loose. When I have it, I'm content. I'm in heaven. Mm. That's the thinking, you know. So all the other four, you would apply a very similar principle to say, um, you know, if if I have uh, if I have uh, um, you know my uh, my uh, my power, if I have the power, if I have the control, if I have uh, acceptance, then I'm in heaven. But the moment that someone doesn't accept me, who who um, you know, if if I invite people over my home and no one comes over, then you know now it's uh, my idol's destroyed. It's been attacked, and so I complete everything about me. Just and we do everything to protect them, right? So violence. we do everything to protect. Yeah, no yeah. physical violence, shun people away, and so a lot of the pursuits that we have in life, everyone at this table, everyone who's listening, we 
have things in life that we pursue to the point of it being idols. And, you know, f- uh, for me, it's control. Like, that's what I wrestle with the most. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's intermittent things of, of you know, uh, of all of them, right? But the main one for me is control. Like, I want to make sure that I'm in control of the situation. Um, uh, that's why I haven't never gone on a cruise because I feel so uh, helpless in that realm that I'm like, yo, I, I ain't got no control. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a decent swimmer, but I'm not that great of a swimmer. And, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know? So I'm just like... Um, so it's that, you know, it, that's my, that's, and you know, and pride can easily rise up. So, uh, pride is the, um, uh, is, uh, it could be acceptance, you know, it could be part of that or whatever. But, um, I see pride in my instance as a uh, power cause uh, that's something that I struggle with. I always want to be the one, the top, uh, only because it's like, I, I invest so much doing like research, whatever. I just sometimes i just see myself as like okay i'm here in the top but then mm-hmm. i've lowered to hum- i've i've learned to humble myself by the grace of god because yeah. mm-hmm. it's tough to understand when you talk about pride that's like my my biggest thing in that regard yeah you know and and, and again all those things like that we talked about before I- as far as what's negative what's positive what do i pursue and stuff um you know that's why it's so important to like reflect on the why i'm pursuing something you know it's not again not like john said like we talked about here it's not to discourage anyone from having goals or pursuing like do it do it like for real do it um but when it's that time to make the pivot or it doesn't happen or whatever you know or god turns things upside down or you get you know um plans change or whatever you know what i mean like um it's not saying to throw in the towel Right. Because we've seen people get hit by a bus, legs get cut off and then they still pursue their goal and they get it. But it's just that reality that like um, God is ultimate. There was this book that I read um, from Ravi Zacharias. Has Christianity failed? you? Mm, I have that book. It's amazing. Dope. Have you read it? Yes. Yeah, I read most of it. Oh, Good. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, in the book, it's kind of like um, there's also another also another book from him as well. There's, there's so many books. Yeah, from him, counterfeit. Yeah. No, not um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch. Um, Recapture the wonder. Have you read Ooh, that? Oh, you told me about that. That book. one was really good as well. But anyways, um, the gist of like uh, recapturing the wonder is like all these things that like, um, returning back to like the first love and stuff like that. But um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Go with this. I know that uh, in uh, has Christianity failed you? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people in, out there, um, that feel like, especially those that come from like a prosperity gospel, uh, name it and claim it, yeah. those type of philosophies where in the name of Jesus, I pray my, my mother to be healed and then she died, you know, God, you failed me. Mm-hmm. And in reality, God didn't fail you, but you've, you've the thing, the 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 drawback or the negative response of projecting something God never promised it is very very real, Dang. and it, we're co- approaching a society that is purely always positive thinking. But when everything they equate anything that's negative to God, you failed me. Mm. So now you have a whole bunch of people that lose faith, mm. lose that they've lost hope. Sure thinking that God has failed them. Sure. When in reality, God has not failed you. He's never promised that. He's <laughs> promised wow. persecution. 
So is that a positive thing? I don't know. Clearly in the Bible, it's a positive thing because you're shedding of your, your natural carnal mm -hmm. self. Yeah. Right? Uh, and he promises that he'll return in another, you know, he'll return in, in glory. So I mean, it reminds me of um, during Moses' time when the people were getting out and going into Israel. So they always, they wanted to see God. So they created their own idol oh, and yeah. created the calf. And then we go by uh, what Moses did when he hit the rock and the water came out. It's like, okay, and God said it. It's like, you won't touch the promised land. You'll see it, but you won't touch it because you disobeyed me. So I just see it in that regard. It's like you have to have that firm foundation of knowing that it's, it's God's will, ultimately. Mm -hmm. It's his plan. And you can go disobey. You can, like you were saying, God will give you like turn you over and you'll get everything that you want but at the end of the day this life is only roughly by human estimate it's like one to like 80 years old and then that's it mm. and then we live on in judgment and that's eternity like that's what people don't understand to so that i do have um a passage do um, it. to read uh this is something that they wrote uh godquestions.org I don't know if you guys know. Yes, about sir. Uh, they do talk about the secret. This was years ago. This is one of the things I did uh, read about and discuss with one of my best friends. Um, it says the true secret is that God is in control. God has a sovereign and perfect plan for us. The key is getting in tune with God, thereby understanding his heart and knowing his will rather than seeking after wealth, fame, power and pleasure in which there is nothing but emptiness. We are to seek a relationship with God allowing him to place his perfect desires in our heart and mind, conforming our feeling to his, and then granting us the desires of his and our hearts. Mm. And it reads a passage of Psalm 37, 4 through 6. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. That Proverbs verse. That's it right there. That's like a wrap on the podcast, just with that verse. Um, read that verse again. Uh, it was the Proverbs verse. Um, Proverbs 37, 4 through 6. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the new day, noon day sun. It's not the opposite, right? It's not, it's not, I figure it out and then God, you give me what I want. You align yourself with my will. It's, I delight in you and I align with your will. I mean, vastly different response to life, to circumstances, to this negative positive thing, to like vastly different. Wow. Wow. Um, so that's it. Uh, you know, much more to talk on. That if you want us to elaborate more, if you want more of the discussion, hit us up, uh, proofbeyondreason at gmail.com. You can send us uh, a direct message through Facebook or Instagram, Instagram uh, Proof Beyond Reason. Uh, you can listen to us, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, hit us up at any of those comments, share, subscribe. I mean, the whole deal. I mean, I will start engaging. Uh, this is like a quickie for you guys. Uh, <laughs> I made a Facebook again, so um, I will be engaging more on Facebook, posting some articles, things like yes, that, G. to get more in tune um, with with my with everyone that listens to us. So, yeah, keep looking out for so you that. Can just IM us, uh, like Mike said, Gmail us or Gmail us, but email us. <laughs> uh, any topics much. that you want to talk about, 
Um, and like I said, we will start doing shorter clips. Uh, G facts yes. will start getting aired. So yeah, look out for G facts. Uh, but uh, any final thoughts, G? No, no, no. Just focus. Just focus on God and start building a relationship with Him and just keep His will. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, so it's uh, Mike the Baptist, Geology, and JMO.